Hello, and welcome to Happy Foot, Sad Foot. We are now no longer in the off-season of the Happy Foot, Sad Foot season. We are in the beginning of the new season. We're marking it right here. Maybe it's both. Maybe this is the end of the off-season and the beginning of the new season for us. Anyway... Hey, can this still be preseason? I feel like I'm still in preseason form. I'm not ready to. I'm not ready to fully. Uh, oh yeah, this is our preseason. This is our. This is our okay. one preseason match. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm Darren Miller. That's I'm here terrible. with Larosa. We're here. We're starting up. Travis, unfortunately, could not be with us tonight. He is handling some family health issues. He will be back with us. We'll keep you posted on that. And in the meantime, we will be moving forward to talk about LAFC and anything you guys want to talk about. We really just wanted to like hang out with you guys and check in when we could and answer questions. If you've got questions, try to make sense of everything that's happened this offseason. We will have a full meaty season preview for you of course and then a first match preview and post game live streams very excited to finally get back to that stuff but in the meantime there's a, no shortage of other things to talk about but first how's life vince what's going on are we what are, are just we awake a, just what's a note what's the deal? <laughs> yeah yeah just, just a note on travis for everybody like like Darren said, I mean, he's got some stuff going on, but he really, really wanted to be here and he probably will be involved in the stuff coming up as much as he can be. So if you're watching the show right now, you're thinking it's probably going to be 50% less funny and chaotic, which could be good or bad, depending on how how you like your show. But Darren and I will try our best to be funny. We're we're not, we're the straight men. We're not really the funny guys. So, but luckily to your point, Darren, there's like so many questions that people send in and they're very like straightforward. Like people really want to talk about football. They really want to talk about LAFC and maybe they don't want funny. I don't know if you guys want, like if you guys want to get wild in the, in the comments here, Darren will bring those up too, because Listen, uh, I, I like weird questions. I can't, I, I am more of a straight man character here, but I am more comfortable in scenarios where people want funny. So I'm in kind of a lose-lose situation myself. <laughs> But I do kind of feel like I want goofs. So also feel free to get weird in the chat. Don't let us hold you back because we're, you know, missing a limb. We got some comments rolling in. I'm reading right now. Maybe we should maybe we should see what's going on in the comments before we get into I, Some of you guys tweeted at us with some questions too. If you're in the chat, throw out anything that you want to talk about any uh, questions you have about what's been going on, what's going on this season, any anything you want out there that comes to mind right now, we'll throw some things out and just to get a, a pulse on how you guys are doing, how you guys are feeling about things. I, I, have, a question, I have a question what's for up? you before we get into the questions. Because I just, having, you typed up some of the questions that you got through Happy Foot, Sad Foot. I took the ones that I got personally. I'm just kind of taking a general temperature of everybody and it does seem like, LAFC fans are in that stage of like a simmering panic. Like it's not completely boiling over, but they're just, they're right teetering on the edge. Where are you at in the off season? Do you, are you a panicker before the season starts because there's so much unknown or do you just, you you trust the process and you just let things fall where they, where they may. I'm somewhere in between. I think you're, I think your metaphor is very good. I think what I feel like Thorington accomplished is, the pot was, he brought the pot to a boil. 
it was like a roaring boil and this is what this is where we're at when he like noticed that it's boiling and turned it down a little mm-hmm. bit so that i can keep exactly at the right temperature so it's like it's just after the boil i think because there That's was fair. a point there where it was like there was that period where it was like we we lost everyone and we hadn't yet gained anyone and everyone was like what do we do <laughs> what's going Did on it, does john get credit from from you or even you guys in the chat, you can answer this. Like when he showed up to that press conference and all of you were like, we have seven players. Where are all the players? And he literally was like, <laughs> trust me, bro. Like I, I got to say there was guys. zero, like he looked, I, and I don't know this for sure, but he looked like he's been sleeping well. He's been exercising. He's fit. He's tan. And like, while everyone's freaking out, he's like, I'm great, guys. Why don't you ask how I am? I'm doing fantastic. And by the way, the team's going to be good too. Don't you worry. And everyone was like, no, no. And that, I, I thought that was pretty funny. Like him just sitting there being like, we'll be cool. Don't He's worry. Fine. Got it. He's fine. Got Which it. I think at the time, the first time he came out with that attitude, I think it infuriated people. Because oh, he was like, I know that for a fact because I did one some of those interviews and people lost their minds when. <laughs> Remember, remember when we started defining what the word tweak means? Because John was like, we just need to do some tweaks. And obviously oh, yeah, they added right. a ton of players, but like it got down to like tweaks means three players. No, tweaks means two and a half players. Like it was what's pretty a what's a tweak? insane. Are we talking about just like contract terms? It was insane. <laughs> yeah, but I'm feeling good now. I imagine it, it got brought down to a bit of a similar to the point where I think there's going to be some healthy debate now. I think... I think people are going to be justified wherever they fall, except for, of course, the people who always fall on the like, this is, this is hell. We're screwed. Uh, I'm not going to agree with those people, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, thank you for all the love in the comments. This is great. Yeah. I'm feeling good about things now. We got some very exciting, like finish line stuff. There's still maybe one more missing piece that maybe we'll find out about. Well, before. Before we got everything ready, I was just doing a little research and they did have an interview with Steve after the final Coachella game. And he alluded to our roster is not complete. We're hoping for, and he said like one or two more signings. So it seems like there is more coming in. He didn't, he didn't specify what positions, but generally he doesn't speak out. I feel like just because his closeness with John, unless he knows something, like, cause yeah. that's like kind of throwing John under the bus. If he's like, yeah, you know, we need one or two more guys. I don't, I, he, he doesn't seem as the type to, to be combative that way. So I, I do think there is a uh, possibility to do that. I know in the questions people are asking at least some of those Twitter questions about like what we're going to do with DP slots and we can talk more about that, but there is room to do things and things are, things are interesting the way that they've compiled the roster. Yeah. Okay. Should we get into that now or should we start? Yeah, you want, let's just start getting into questions because people yeah. are, the chat's going off. We're gonna it, we can't be here all night. Yeah, and I, if I've been a little bit slow here, it's because I'm going through the chat. I'm trying to save the comments that I want to make sure we we don't miss and get to later. Yeah, let's go to some submitted stuff. Let's uh, you know what? Let's go. Let's let's go with the chat now because we can go to the stuff that people send it on Twitter anytime. Let's go where people are are hot here. Hang on, I'm getting back. I'm rusty on the on the str- live stream. All the controls. Okay, well, we're just going to go in the order they came in, okay? And I sure. think this is a good first one because it's it's what? It, it's the default question. First question, Vince, I like that he directed this at you. Less work for me. Is Vela coming back? You just know the answer, right? Yeah, I, I, I've been hiding it all this time. 
Actually, <laughs> that'd be great. Guys, I am Carlos Vela's agent. Can you believe that? Like that's awesome. actually what I've been doing all this time. Actually, that would be so awesome. Because that'd be fun. It would just basically, it'd be passive income. I don't even have to do anything. I just go like, hey, do you want to sign one of the uh, most talented Mexican international players of all time? I sure. think he's coming back. And again, for a couple of reasons. One, I know Carlos, kind of the the speed at which he likes to do things and the way he likes to do things. And a lot of the things that were passed around, like, oh, he's going to go to Chivas. Oh, he's going to go to Tigres. That's not Carlos. Like, Carlos wants to be happy and he wants to be comfortable. And going back to Mexico, I know absolutely 100% was not comfortable for him. So basically, he lessened the places he could go. And really, it was like, go back to Sociodad or play with LAFC. And when you start to think about those like options for him, that really makes me think that he's going to be with LAFC. I think they were trying to put all the pieces together first to make see how much they might have left over because they did have to make some moves. They had a lot of roster construction to do. And even in that same interview where Steve said, we got one or two pieces maybe coming in, he said, yeah, we'd love to have Carlos here. We like him. Maybe we'll be able to work something out. So it makes me think that like, it's going to be okay. It's going to be taken care of. My, my only thing is with that is like, I've been watching his stories. The man's been enjoying life, not being at preseason, probably not training very much. Never was known to love training anyways, uh, especially when he didn't have to. So if he, if he does sign, I think it'll take, I would say he'd have to go through like a preseason. So preseason is normally about five to six weeks. So I wouldn't expect to see if Carlos Vela signs today, I wouldn't expect to see him on the field within, you know, four weeks from now, four weeks would be like the soonest I could, I could see him coming on for maybe just like a cameo performance but no i, I do think he's gonna i i think makes sense vela would come back i, I mean it, it, in the chat you can tell me if i'm wrong here but i don't think people really need him to be and i the reality is i don't think we're looking at him as a starter you can correct me if i'm wrong on that but i don't think people need that out of him i think it's just people just want him on the roster people just want him to be there yeah i think like, I, I i still would think he would start a good chunk of games like he's not going to be sitting on the bench he's still like to what people want to say like he lost a step last year he still had pretty good numbers still provides a lot for you in terms of like you have to cover carlos vela it's like, not like teams could be like ah he's done he's cooked let's not like teams yeah, were I, guarding I vela. Like, they i don't were mean like men. full full time starter like i, I would expect no. him to come out every time he plays yeah i would think you know that 2022 season when they won the cup remember when he would come out a lot I would expect kind of like the like he'll get his chance to start games, he'll play parts in games, but I I just don't I don't see him going ninety minutes. I could say like I would say if I had to guess, I would say like over under nineteen total like full nineties for Vela, which in a season with thirty four games, that's like plus leagues cup and everything. That's he's playing that's you know less than half of all those games he's playing to full the full ninety minutes. But it's still Carlos yeah. Vela, man. It's like that's he can still, still do yeah. so many things with his left foot. And yeah, I think the I, team, I mean, the team's young. He, yes. So I think you need, I think you need like I, in the next couple of signings, I, I, if it was me, I would like to see some players that maybe have a little bit m- more experience in MLS specifically. Yeah, Cause you okay. brought in a lot of kids that are, are high potential. You got a, a player like Compos who's played a lot in league MX, um, which great for a young player, but it, every league is different. So I think we saw that in 2022 having a core of a lot of guys that really know MLS really well, really helps. So 
I, I think maybe just, uh, you know, when you lose it, like a Kellen Acosta, that's a big hole. So you're, you've lost somebody that really navigates an MLS season. So that's what I, I would like to see. That makes sense. I think we also last season saw the ups, the, the upside and the downside of, of the really thorough recruiting that we do and seeing gems in so many different places, but you never know what is and isn't going to translate. Right. And in some cases it does really well. And in some cases it doesn't as well. And maybe that's because of a lack of MLS experience or maybe it's a thousand other possible things, but it's hard, man. You know, you bring somebody yeah. like, I, I think what you're hovering around is a question that a lot of people ask, like what, why didn't Mario work out? Like, I still think Mario's a good player and I think he'll probably play well yeah. in the second division in, in Spain. But like, it just didn't translate. Maybe he wasn't able to get comfortable in the system. I, I happen to think maybe he was the wrong type of player. He was maybe more of a like a box player where LAFC doesn't really play a system that lets a player like that thrive. You, we want more of a nine that will come and link up play. Whereas Mario's like, no, just get you guys get the ball in and around the box and I'll figure it out. So I, I think he never felt comfortable. But yeah, to your point, like you can best laid plans, but everything is a, is a risk. Even when you bring a Gareth Bale to LAFC, like that was a risk. We didn't know how we knew he's a, f- a phenomenally talented player. He obviously scores the greatest goal in LAFC history, but like his injury, his like injury troubles were a real problem, but you take a chance on that because it's Gareth Bale. And I think there's certain things like this young kid from Venezuela, like he's probably the greatest talent to come out of Venezuela in their history but he's still 18. So like, how much can you really count on him? And, and, and how much is fair to count on him? Like, it's not fair to just be like, okay, kid, like you got a lot of hype around you. Everyone in Venezuela thinks you're great. So we're just going to throw you out there and you got, you figure it out. I I just don't think that's fair. So you gotta, yeah, yeah, you gotta, everything's a chance. That makes sense. Okay. We've got a few things from (laughs) Abacusti over here. The 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 the, the lore signing. I'm not mad, but we treated some legends very shittily. There's a few comments from from him, not too impressed with the off season so far. I don't know how many people are on that side of things, but this is where that side of the spectrum on the on the chat right now is represented. Overall, on the off season, how happy do you, are you with with where we're at? Ah, uh, okay. So if I'm trying to be as objective as possible, I would say. I'm very happy with the talent that they've brought in and the age profile. So you've, you've got a lot of, like I said, young players. And although they're young, they've actually played a lot. Like, again, going back to Campos, I think he has over 100 matches played in Liga Mekis. That's pretty great for uh, a guy that's 21 years old. Like, he's got experience. But I would say this. LAFC, objectively, has a really high upside. But the floor of the team when you bring in so many young players is probably lower than seasons past. So like there's gonna be it's gonna be a mm. bit of a roller coaster because again, what can you expect from an 18 year old, 19 year old, 20 year old player? Yeah. And even the guys that are now like established, Bogush is what 23, Tillman is 25. Like yeah, they're coming into their prime, but they're still relatively young players. So that's that's what I would say is like this team is gonna. There's going to be some games where like you watch them play and they're going to hit the highest of highs, but don't be surprised if they, at least early on, there's going to be times where they fall flat because they don't maybe have that baseline like they did in 2022 when they had a lot of veteran guys where like you could just count on them. Like maybe they're yeah. not going to be the, the, the best, you know, maybe not they're going to hit, not going to hit nines and tens 
all time, but they're never going to drop below a six, you know, on like a one to 10 scale. Whereas I think these kids can hit nines and tens, but don't be surprised if there's some fours and threes thrown in there. And, and that's going to be tough. So uh, you're going to have to manage those. And Steve's going to have to do a really good job of managing their personalities and just managing their confidence. Cause if I'm 18 years old and I start to have mm-hmm. some bad games, like we saw it a little with, with Steve Buke, you start to have some bad games. Like you start pushing a little bit harder things get, even the things you're good at get a little more difficult. So I'm just saying like, that's, that's something you got to be a little bit worried, worried about. We still got some, I mean, I, I, th- I think who are the solid veterans that you still can count on, on this roster? We've got Hollingshead, we've got Ilya. We've got but you saw you I mean Hugo. look this might have been the just so many games, but you did see a drop off physically from those guys. Yes. Yeah, they're so that, but that is also Yeah. Well, I'm thinking more along you're talking about like kind of locker room stuff too. Yeah, no, it, it's everything, but I'm just saying like at you know, at times when I, I can always count on those guys to have it like in between their ears and to understand that they know yeah. how to play the game and they know the game model, but if you can't run, there's a middle of the pack though. Also, as far as experience goes that last year, you kind of get the sense that like this year was going to be their year or their, this is kind of when they're due to be like the big breakout year. So I think that's mm-hmm. what I'm going to be looking at is like, is this the year that Tillman goes like consistently how good we know he can be and players sure. like that. But there's a balance there, right? Like you don't want to rely on your, like you could have, a, but yeah, but you can't a count on yeah. guys where you're like, this guy's, Prime to break out. And like we said, everything's a chance. There's no yeah, way you're going to hit on every single guy that's primed to break out, right? So some are going to be duds yeah. and you got to have some kind of like, again, baseline to make sure that you win games and, and and it's a long season. Yeah. Should we get into the, this is more technical. Our good friend Jeff Talk here. <laughs> a team start on the preseason for Jeff Talk here. They have to send three more players for the senior roster. Should we get into the like technical roster? I actually kind of agree. I mean, yeah, like three more players. I could. This I is could just, I that. think, objective. Oh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming this is more of a compliance comment than a than a opinion. No, I don't. That's think just how many slots. No, I mean, to fill, no? I don't think you necessarily have to fill. Like they have, I, I believe they they should be at the the minimum of oh, okay. what they would have for like senior players. There's a maximum of senior players you can have, though. That's for sure. Well, what, where, what are their options right now as far as like roster compliance goes? Well, I mean, right now they do have DP slots open. That's what everybody yes. wants to talk about. And I, I don't know. That right now. Right. So a lot depends on, I think, at Tuesta. He's not listed as a DP as of right now. And he may not be. But if he's on loan and there's an obligation to buy... Like the the transfer fee plus salary gets amortized over the length of the contract, and that's what makes you a DP. So if you go over one point six, about one point six ish million for those at, on average for the year, then you are a DP. There's no way that you could, there's no amount of TAM that can buy that player down. So that's going to be interesting. All, however, if let's say let's say if Atuesta is like just right at that one point six and, and technically could be bought down that would be very interesting because that would allow lafc to get either a young dp or a senior dp that is the one like kind of leeway in the having three and now i'm just throwing out like a bunch of things three so they have the three under 22 initiatives so if they have a player that is either a young designated player or a player that is technically below the max tam threshold they could still add another senior 
DP, even if let's say Atuesta is listed as a DP. As of right now, like I said, he's not, but I'm just curious about how that loan works. I don't know if we'll, if there will be more talks about that, or we won't know about that until they actually maybe sign a DP. And then they tell us how all the roster mechanizations work. But uh, LAFC definitely puts like everything. There's like times when they do something like Bogush came in under like some designation that I never heard about. So LAFC definitely, (laughs) despite people being upset about them, not always filling all the DP slots, like they get creative with the amount of things that they try to do with the roster. That makes sense. Yeah, we'll see. Okay. What do we got? I'm very sad to see Kellen go. We touched on that. But real veteran presence. Yeah. I don't know that there's been a lot of chatter about that yet either. That's yeah. You said, like you said, it's a huge hole, but yeah, he was a big part of the team, like emotionally too, as a fan and a big part mm-hmm. of him. I mean, he's a big part of the league in general. He's staying in yeah. the league. No. Yes. Where, did you, where is he going? Chicago fire. Oh, was he, was he in the game? I don't believe yesterday? he was with them yet for, for that game. I caught right before the floodgates opened, I left to take my kid to the urgent care. Another story, but I missed all the fun. Let's start for another day. <laughs> so that was uh, annoying. Speaking of which, another question that came in, I think is a very important question. Danny, what's going on? Excited to have you back. Ordasm or orgasm? Is it O-R-D-A-S-M or O-R-D-A-Z-N? The S is just two on the nose, and we're talking about a young kid. It's just a weird thing to say in general. Let's go with the Z. So just it seems more abstract. I fully agree. I fully agree. Yeah. The Z gives you an opportunity. That's like, how do you pass that? Gives up? you an out. It yeah, really. So it's like, oh, it's just it, gives for, you it was in. just for lols. Yeah, it's I'm not. More of it gives, you, it that gives you an in. Like, why? Yeah, I think it's 100 percent Z. And if when Travis comes back, if he disagrees, he's wrong. He's not allowed to. I'm oh, he will here. definitely. Uh, the think, the blue part of our podcast the man on record with very triple x takes will definitely have a take on that speaking of blue here's my segue can each of you take a side and argue for against the new blue cards and whether or not it makes its way to mls vince do you have context here you want to set the table a little bit on the i was gonna ask i was gonna ask you to explain what blue cards are. i'm not really i i've only seen really the reactions to it i don't know officially what hasn't hasn't been announced all i know is the Nothing speculation is, the only thing that's been announced is that fifa is officially looking at it and they want to test it out so generally when fifa oh, does new okay does new things they want to do new rules they send it to like like lower leagues in like ne- the netherlands or they send it to a, like a sem- somewhat professional league so they can kind of see it at a high level and then they decide whether or not they want they think it's worthwhile to to recommend to ifab who actually makes the final rules on what you know basically what the laws of the game are so as of right now they they really want to try it but they have not announced where they're going to try it at yet and if they're even going to but i would say they're going i think they're going to and they do some sorry go ahead could mls do you think we fit the profile for the kind of league where they would want to test it i mean why not right i i I wouldn't the league has to be open to it right like there are some amateur leagues that they already do it and so they do have some data on it but Oh really? Why we had we once had you know shootouts where guys ran from almost That's midfield true. and took on the goalkeeper and that our fans we can take it as much as we act like we can't right <laughs> and that was something that like there was no chance in hell that was ever going to translate over to other other leagues. This might actually end up being a rule across all you know FIFA governed leagues. So why not try it out? I think it's interesting. It's it is weird because it is a bit drastic to just like pull a player off. 
And there's yeah, a lot so of like, what, how does this what happen? What is the rule like, exactly? It's a blue card for what, 10 minutes off? Like a, a full yeah, so on uh, hockey? It's like a, it's, yeah, it's basically situation. hockey. So like, is there going to be a box? Like, where is he going to sit? Does he just stand there? Like there's going to, there's all the kinds of things that they're going to have to figure out. But yeah, so basically it's like a foul in between a yellow and a red. You go off yeah. for, for 10 minutes and the team gets basically a power play. The thing is, there's times where teams play. play with a player down and they play better or they defend sure. well. Like it doesn't necessarily change the profile of the game. I I, I don't know. I, I kind of just don't understand. See it in practice. I kind of just don't understand like what glaring problem it solves. They think that guys will think less before. Basically, they want to use it for, for professional fouls. So if you're doing a foul where it's like. Yeah, we're going to give you a yellow for breaking up a, a dangerous counter, but like we can't even think about giving you a red because you're at midfield. Well, now you're going to think twice because you're not just going to get a yellow. You're going to have to walk off the field for 10 minutes. Got I don't, it. but still, like players will find a way, like players and coaches will find a way to game this system. I don't know. I have to see it. I, I don't love it, but <laughs> okay, it, I'll, I'll I, take I the argument for it to, to fulfill the request here. I don't think it will be bad enough to outweigh the chaos that it brings, which is, positive i am pro Mm -hmm. chaos 100 percent, and that is a way that i live my life and i welcome that on the pitch as well and i understand the downsides of it but you can get rid of any rule that you can bring in and what if it's awesome are you really gonna let it let that chance pass you by as a fan you could have full-on power plays in soccer that's fun. Maybe imagine bring, it, yeah. like maybe they couple with it. You can sub more. Like there's a lot no, of things. Couple you can do. with it, like like rock and jock type things. Where like yeah. when that guy's in there, you can interview him. Like they can go be like, so like what were you thinking? And he's like, oh man, I was just like, it's not a big <laughs> <I> deal. <interview. laughs> yeah, what's I mean? I guess the argument against it is that you're just not you don't like fun. Maybe is that what you're trying to say? That you don't like fun? You don't like chaos? This is the uh, LAFC yeah, offseason like, chaos live stream. What do you think a sport is? It's a series of manufactured rules that are only there because it's fun. What's this is one more? Import- <laughs> this is this is a very important point. You uh, like let's sports? Not forget people what are you that, doing like, here? <laughs> all the rules are made up in the first place. Yeah. So changing the rules is not like that big of a. I mean, oh, it is a. It's a deal. Like you got to think about it. But at the end of the day, like there's these aren't like the Ten Commandments. They're not written in stone given given from on high like they someone just made it up i think the one thing that's hard to get past with this to bring it back home a little bit is like i feel like if we're talking about problems to solve with refing the game this is like not number one on the list <laughs> like sure. yeah, maybe we could just like maybe the refs could be a little better before they use this card there's like another right. <laughs> anyway. like one more uh, thing for one more like distinction for them to think about. Yeah. I, I'm not with even that, that. Just like, I, I feel like they're like maybe whatever problem it's solving wouldn't necessarily exist to the extent that it does. If they were like getting other things right more often. Right. Like if they already like applied the rule book in the way it's supposed to be, then maybe right. we have this problem. Right. Okay. Are we looking at Atuesta or Sanchez midfield or an Atuesta and Sanchez midfield? Great question, Good question from Michael Gutierrez. I'm sorry. I haven't been calling out the names of everyone who's submitted questions and I should, I should be giving you guys credit for all of these great questions. Keep them coming. Uh, both. I think the answer is both. Steve alluded to it in preseason saying that it gives them the chance to 
have different looks. And I think for a lot of people that remember, look, Atuesta did play as like the deepest midfielder, the technically the six or the defensive midfielder, but has very different properties and very different skill set than Ilya does. I think Ilya is more the type of a six that Steve likes. He likes a tackling six, a guy that can cover space, a guy that stops counterattacks. That's not really Atuesta's game. Atuesta is a six that controls the game with the ball at his feet. So in that regard, I don't think that Atuesta is necessarily forbidden from playing with Ilya because I don't think Steve sees them as the same type of player in the first place. Now, how you configure the midfield around the two of them because of their limitations together is 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 something that's up to Steve. Like, do I think you could play with a Tillman, Atuesta, and Ilya midfield? Yeah, it's going to be a really technical kind of midfield, not with a lot of bite to it. Could you play with like an Atuesta, Tillman, Bogush midfield? Now where you're really pushing it, where you're like, you got a bunch mm-hmm. of dribbly boys. Um, that like to play, <laughs> no one like to tackle. Uh, then no, I don't think we'll always see that. But there's going to be games, and there's going to be. Well, now I want to see it. We got to have the dribbly yeah, boys. <laughs> well, yeah, but there, look, there, there's going to be times where LFC might be down a goal and needs a goal, and you and that's the configuration of the midfield or games where you feel like you have a lot of control and you don't necessarily need Ilya, so you can give him a rest. And then there's going to be other games where you look at it and say, okay, the team we're playing against, when we turn the ball over, really likes to work you know, quickly through the midfield, we need, we need extra help in there. And and we can't go with, you know, too many offensive minded guys. So I think, I think the answer is both. I think you're going to see times because Steve has already done this in past seasons where it's more of a two and one where you got two guys deeper and one guy further forward more as like a 10. And then there's going to be times where you just see Ilya as the deepest. And I think at Tawesta actually further forward with like a Tillman or a Bogus. So I think I think naturally Steve sees Atuesta as a more offensive player, more of an eight-ish player than a six. But I, I do think there will be times when we see Atuesta in that position you're used to seeing him in, which is, again, the deepest part of like an inverted triangle midfield. That makes sense. I mean, I just want the Dribbly Boys now. I, I, my boys. one goal for this year Make the t-shirts. is Justified Merch, Justified Dribbly Boys Merch. We can't put I mean, it out until it's with a, really a thing. So they got to make it a thing and then we can put it out. Can we can we at least like say that the three really? of us have worked on some like fire merch that hopefully will be coming soon? Yes. that I'm really excited about. We've been working on some merch in the offseason. We we haven't been able to go live or record as much as we had hoped, but we we have been photoshopping. <laughs> so that's been fun. I uh, will hope to get you guys some some cool merch soon. Yeah, Jeff talk not happy about us calling him tame. That's understandable. <laughs> We're not doing Collins on this show. Not this one. But Sorry, how, did you guys. Feel, how did you feel about the Photoshop job? Oh, yeah. I don't know. Jeff Talk made it into a Photoshop. Check it out on our socials. Uh, Actually, Mark Dos Santos sent me the cry ha- laughing emoji from Instagram. So he found okay. it. Really funny. All right. So assistant coach of LAFC has seen it. I mean, you got to assume he's shown it to everybody, right? He's just going, yeah, he's, he's out there in Coachella, just going around the meal room. Like, do you guys see this? You see these guys? <laughs> That's like what we dream about. It's like, they're not talking about I'm tactics. They're not talking about training. They're like, check out this Wait, social but- media post from this random fan podcast. <laughs> you do dream about it, but I can tell you this from experience. There's time. There was a, a couple of times and it wasn't over big stuff where like, I literally have shown up to the, where I, when I worked there, I'd show up to the complex and somebody would be like, Oh, we were just talking about you and the terror, this, just the sheer terror of like going through my mind. Like, what did I do? Like, what did I say? What did I write? Oh my God. They've been talking about me. Like, yeah. 
you you want it and then when you hear it you think oh my god this is not good but hopefully hopefully it's all good things on our side the people guys understand podcasting is scary if nothing else for that one reason like you're you're the things you say are living on forever (laughs) that is a little scary Jabs303 says, is there any update on MLS's supposed crackdown on the 3252 for the flares? I don't know the answer to that. That might be a question for the 3252. It might not be uh, a public answer. I've I've heard nothing is public yet, and I don't think anything is set in stone yet. But there are conversations. So hopefully it comes to a good conclusion because that'll be a bummer. Yeah, or maybe we'll see some flares and we'll get some more, uh, some louder answers. What is the ideal starting 11? I don't think we've filled in the roster. Too soon to say. I would say, well, what's your ideal starting front line? Can we answer that? And I think we actually had some questions come in from like our, from our socials kind of asking about like Justin, what is it? Justin on Twitter asked, Justin uh, we're going to sign, we're going to sign a proper number nine before the 24th. Right. And he, basically he's like, I don't understand. I don't know if he likes Tomas and hell. He's not sure on Ordaz. Other people have asked. Is it Ordaz or Angel to start at the night? If it's me, it's Angel. And and you might have your reservations about him. Look, I watched a little bit of the game like you did, Darren. And I saw a team that looked like they're still getting fit and a lot of heavy legs. So Angel didn't impress mm-hmm. me all that much, although his assist was kind of nice. But I just, my worry with Ordaz is just like, he's still very much like got a boyish figure to him. And I just wonder about the wear and tear. Because, I mean, you look at the, the defenders in this league, especially the center backs, they're all like six, two, they're all big dudes. Um, They're all, they're going to kick you. And I just worry about that. Whereas, and and hell, although he's young comes from a Colombian league that is known for being very physical. So he has dealt with this. Um, He's done it at a high level. He's won championships. I just think that it's going to take him a little bit of time to get used to it, but he very much plays in the way that they like. Like he, from what I've heard about him is he's not your, like when people ask for a proper nine, which I think what they're asking for is again, that guy that just stands in the box and finishes crosses, which LFC doesn't play that way. Anyways, he's more of a nine ish 10. He plays a lot like actually the way Carlos plays. He's left footed, likes to come off the right, likes to link up. Maybe he can, He's younger, so he's going to run in behind a little bit more, give you a little bit more of that true striker instinct. I think he's got it. I think he's a very interesting player. And, and look, for the fact that, one, he is the son of Juan Pablo Angel, who scouts for LAFC and has a fantastic player in his own right. And the fact that they got him for, for free, there was no transfer fee at his age, like Yikes. incredible. So I just think that's a really good signing with a lot of upside. I would think he's your starting nine. And I, I honestly wouldn't be upset if, he is like who they project as the starter and they're not going to get a nine. Now that's going to probably upset a lot of people, but I just, I feel like he's got the talent to be a a very good MLS player. Last year, we kind of like everyone kind of, it was like a monkey's paw situation with Mario a little bit. It's just like, here, you want a nine? Oh, maybe you didn't want a nine. Careful what you wish for. Get it? Like you said, like if that's not our game, then why are we? Abel Castillo is still, Going off in the chat here. I love it. I love this energy. Everyone bring it up to an 11 like this. No fucking nine. <laughs> fucking they don't play kid. with them. Why are we here? Yeah. I, I think he's got a point. But they don't, but they don't, like they didn't play with a nine when they won MLS Cup in the right. Supporter Shield. So, but you want them to change and play in a style because like their wingers don't cross the ball. Their wingers score goals. 
So you need a, a nine that incorporates Bwonga. What are you, you're going to relegate Bwonga to dribbling by a guy and crossing the ball because you brought in a nine that just stands there and finishes like that's not going to work. And like, again, it's just, I get it. I get it. Like you, we, they fell short at the final rung in a lot of stages, but it wasn't because they didn't have a nine. Like you can, you have, yes, they need auxiliary scoring options. They need someone else putting in the ball in the back of the net. But it's not one position; it's it's a player yeah, doing it, that's not a necessarily play a that they can successfully execute. Really, that's a tandem. That's a yeah. I I think what people seem to have said last season when they wanted a nine is like we want another goal scorer. When it's like it's okay for Bowen yeah. to be your main goal scorer and not be a nine, and you can find someone else to also score goals and that person doesn't have to be a nine. So yeah, it's right. kind of a and Jacob Jacob's in the chat pointing out wasn't Chicho a nine and like, yeah, Chicho was more nine ish than, than like Vela, but they still, they very much asked Chicho to do a lot of the things that maybe he didn't really want to do and wasn't as comfortable with because he has to play within the system to link up the front line. And you saw a lot of times where he's literally dropping back and he's, he's trying to basically get the center backs to move out of position so that Bawanga can run into space. That's when it was so, that's when they were good. Like Chicho played the position well and he understood the role very, very well for a guy that traditionally probably doesn't want to do that. Whereas the flip side of that is Mario, who is a guy that didn't want to do that and just could not, you know what I mean? But if Enhel yeah. can play the position in a way that, that Chicho did, and by the way, he comes from the Colombian league, which is where Chicho was as well. And he proved he could score in Colombia then isn't that the best of all worlds for, for LAFC fans? You know, I think losing Chicho seemed to be where we all got the bug of like, well, we lost Chicho. He filled that role for a nine that that worked really well for us. So now we sure. need a nine. And we all like everyone piled on and it was like, that's just decided the fans mm-hmm. need a nine. I think Trundolo has proved that he likes flexibility. I think Thorrington has proved that he likes players not positions that seems like the direction to go in it that does right. seem to work for them and for me as a fan we've got some more in questions an, on twitter salary, Sorry, go ahead. in a salary cap league that makes sense too the more that you have players that can fulfill multiple roles the more you can maximize your salary cap yeah because we also learned last year that you don't get the luxury of a lot of depth all the time you can't be like here's our four number nines these three are on the bench, and they'll come in as soon as we need them. <laughs> okay, stuff still going on in the comments. What what's going on? What, what should we pick from Twitter here? We've got another list of questions coming in from there. Omar, which one of you is going to kidnap Vela and have him resign? I I just have logistically, it's hard for me. I got a lot. I got a lot of stuff going on. I've got my. I got kids to take to school and pick up. I got a job. It's an it's an easy answer, Darren. If anyone's kidnapping anyone from the LAC team, it's Travis. That's Travis. Yep. He's the one with the crazy wall. So that's going to have to be him because he guess you got to show him the crazy wall. That's how he convinces him. Right? Yeah. Is that a real, I feel like it's normal for people to think about kidnapping people to convince them to do something, but that's not why people kidnap people. <laughs> I've never heard of that being a thing that's done. I, I'm trying At to first I was like, where are you going with this? Successfully <laughs> happened. But like people yeah. don't kidnap yeah. people to just be like to just reason with them and then send them off on their yeah. way with a new way of looking yeah. at the world. Like just so you know, you're gonna I've done this for your own good. You're gonna join a very good LAFC team. They're gonna pay you pretty well. Like maybe it's not exactly what you want to get paid, but they're gonna pay you pretty well. You actually already know these guys. You love them. 
So basically I did this at, at risk of going to jail for the rest of my life just to tell you I'm doing you a favor. So if you could leave here and not tell anyone about this, that would be great. Have a good time on LAFC. He did say have him resign, not convince him to resign, which is, a, I, I mean, maybe a little more uh, worse, obviously, objectively, but maybe a little more realistic because it, it would be like forcing his hand in some way. Yeah, uh, That feels more in line well, with I've how, got a, how people treat I've got a signed Carlos Vela jersey, so, so if Travis needs to oh. learn how to forge Vela's signature, yeah. I got. I mean, it. I got I, I'm, maybe maybe I went the convincing route because that's all the three of us could, uh, could. If we were ever able to get into the mindset of kidnapping somebody, which we aren't, I would imagine the only thing we could possibly do is just get them into the situation where it is that mindset. It's like if they could only just hear me out and hear what I have yeah. to say. Not our weapons guy. are our words. You're going to leave here just agreeing with me, and then you're going to go out and you're going to make the right choice. Maybe Ilya right. should talk to him. If we need him to make the smart I'm choice, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure people. I'm sure. I'm sure. We need him to make the smart lobby. choice. We need him to go bottom right. Make the smart choice, Carl, Carlos. Uh, which don't is you where the signature line is on the contract. It's all coming. Don't you want to make the smart choice, Carlos? That's Ilya's pitch to him. Yeah. Should we put out an image that's like the, the little target on the contract line? Contract. Ilya, tell Vela to sign here. Okay. Just work. Work stopping some jokes in the preseason here, guys. Yeah. This is this is where we really miss Travis. This is this is going great. Comeback player of the year for Eddie Segura. I've heard good things. I've heard a lot of good things. People have said he's looked really good. Obvious for obvious reasons, they're bringing him along slowly. I think he's only played about thirty minutes max in any of the matches. Makes sense. You know, his ACL injury was one where he had to have multiple surgeries, which is crazy that that is actually like a thing now. If you're an Angel City oh, fan, yeah. you've got someone like Kristen Press, who I, I believe has had four surgeries on her ACL. Like, I, I thought they were getting better at these things, but I guess that they're not. Yeah, are they doing it like or, four smaller surgeries? Or is it just like, whoops, let's try again? <laughs> I No, yeah, I think from what I understand is, yeah, they get in there and they fix as much as they can without doing extra damage. And sometimes that means having that they're going to have to wait and then go back because your so knee less swells up after it. Things, surgeries. Yeah. It's less risky ultimately for you as a person to be able to walk in your life, but to be sure. a, a professional Which is, you, athlete, you could say a priority. Yeah, to be a professional athlete, maybe not, but yes. From from what I've heard, Eddie looks really good. He's ready to go. I do think they'll bring him along slowly, which is nice that you have brought up Lorenzo Del Valle from FC Two, who is you know Giorgio Chiellini's like kid brother, and then you obviously have Mario, you have Long, you have guys that. You can you have that depth, I would say. But if Eddie Segura, who is a consummate top three defender of the year type player, even if he doesn't get the recognition, if he reaches that level again with Long, Mario, and Lorenzo, and whoever else is already there, like that's a that center back core is is one of the best in the league. Yeah, it's crazy to think this, but I I look at that lineup and it's like I'm pretty happy with this, even without Chiellini. They've been they've yeah, been like, it's like they've been given Chiellini's superpowers and now they're still they're yeah a, still a lot of like people fine yeah like i do have this one in here f- from jacob sent it to me in dms and i know he's in the chat and he asks, here's my question what's a bigger area concern lack of depth when it comes to fullback or midfield i don't interesting question I, again I, I see a lot yeah like i i get it with kind of with the fullback but like is the is the expectation that these teams will have like two full starting 11s because i there's not really a team in mls that has that so like at fullback, I look at them now and you see Hollingshead, who we know can play both sides, actually has played more the right side, which was not his position for the longest time. Mm-hmm. He was a left-sided fullback. Palencia can play both sides, although probably 
better on the right side. And now you have Campos, who definitely is a left-sided fullback. Like three guys for two positions and three guys that like legitimately could say they should be starting is pretty much as good as you're going to get in MLS, to, to be completely honest. Most teams have one starter for left, one starter for right, and a guy that you're like, all right, if he's he has there. to play, he has to play. <laughs> yeah. Like in LFC, you know, and, and beyond Plencia, yeah, it starts to get a little bit tricky, but Duaneus can play there, although I don't want to see him there again mm-hmm. after, you know, the Rose Bowl game, although he wasn't that bad. But yeah, once you start, look, yeah, every MLS team, once you start to get injuries pile up, like there's, it's just trouble. And that's, again, that's mm-hmm. a, not a bug that's a feature of the league that's the salary cap league that's just the way it goes and lfc i think is navigated pretty well so i would say so sorry long way of saying for jacob i guess i'd be more concerned at midfield just because the profile and the experience of someone like kellen acosta i think goes unnoticed with a lot of people and we're counting on bogush and tillman to take a big step forward and be consistent i i think we've seen glimpses of it but for them to be as consistent of a player as someone like Kellen Acosta has been throughout all of his years in MLS is risky. Or, I mean, it's just not, it's not a for sure thing. It's not a slam dunk. So I would say, yeah, maybe another very MLS solid or experienced midfielder would make me feel a little bit better about what we have as, as midfield right now. For like the depth there. For the depth in those two areas. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. All right. One more roster question here. David Ochoa, any word on potential contract for him? I uh, haven't heard anything. Obviously, you're going to probably have three keepers on the senior squad like they've had in years past. I do. I can say There's this. Two, they right? do like Abraham. There's two right now. It's Hugo Lloris and Abraham uh, Romero, who a lot of people probably haven't seen unless you've been watching LFC two games. But I do know that they've liked him for a while. They like his skill set. As a shot stopper, he's gotten better with his feet. So don't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if Ochoa gets on there, but Romero, I think, like Ochoa will be more of like the third guy that's experienced, but I think they really have higher hopes for Romero long-term. That's good. I got, I've got. i got a lot of yeah. homework to do on name pronunciations here. Thank you for, for your patience, everyone, with my sorry white ass. Oh, here's a, here's a good tactics question we we've, we've strayed from tactics cool. for a bit so this one's for you <laughs> can someone sure. uh eric ridley on on twitter can someone ask ante or dolo why lafc never makes the near post run which drags along defenders and opens up the trailing runner or better yet gives a near post runner a chance from three yards from goal on a low cross from the touchline incredibly specific question <laughs> i mean my answer would be i don't think they never do it's like traditional. I, like I agree with them. Yeah, like, yeah, like, you, <laughs> like yeah, it, it, it makes sense. Like if you got a if you've got a guy and he's central and like let's say Bawanga is behind you, yeah, run hard to the near post and you'll probably open up. I think more times than not, we actually we see it as the decoy run than than what he's saying. The guy that can maybe tap it in at the near post because it's harder to redirect at the near post. You have less to shoot at, and I think LAFC likes the cutback more which is that yeah i don't think we i don't again i think my answer is not never but i do think that yeah they they generally like the cutbacks to the center of the goal or the back post which are somewhat more difficult but the reward is it's a it's a much higher percentage chance i agree that's that's pretty much what i would have said also in case anyone's wondering where i stand on that we could do i could take the other side of the argument but it's just we're out of time pretty much so uh, <laughs> you hate to see it next week out of luck again 
feel like this keeps happening with us. Anything else we're missing here? I feel like we covered a lot. No, I mean, there's some like quick hitters here. Like, let's see. Let's see. Yo, Tori 66 asks, why, why is LAC not fan friendly during preseason? My answer to that would be like, yes, they are. Almost mo- most LA, most MLS teams are not, but like they do the Coachella thing. So like they kind of, they've kind of met you halfway. Let's, let's be fair there. Like, it's not like a what fan. What does fan friendly mean? What are, the, what, is, what are you looking for? I think they just want to be able to watch the games, which is uh, fair. But you go out to Coachella, but like, uh, like I yeah, know the Houston it's just not Dynamo, a big enough went, league for that, right? Yeah. Like Houston went and did their preseason in Mexico. So unless you could go to Mexico, I believe Vancouver was in Spain, unless you could fly to Spain, which would be fantastic, but they're not flying you to Spain. They just so broadcasted a game on just, YouTube. I think here, here's, the, here's the real answer. The only reason why the teams like Manchester United – and Chelsea do those things, which makes you think they're fan friendly, is because they take your money. And if MLS could monetize all these things, yeah, exactly. just like those teams do, they absolutely 100% would allow you to go to that, every single that's preseason what I'm game. Big enough but, league, like, but they can't get a broadcast deal going. They will, yeah, but they can't. And so there's events like the Coachella tournament, which are cool things that come along. And I think that that's uh, a good like middle ground. But yeah, I think more teams would be more open if they were forced to because of the fact that. They were making a lot of money, but MLS isn't there. Yeah, that makes sense. Someone finally asked the right question here. The question I've been waiting for the whole time and forgot that I was even waiting for it. Do you like the new kits? The unofficial official kit. Thank you, Ruben Rios, for asking the question. This is one of the most isn't important things Isn't it so weird that it looks me. better... With- that it looks better with the sponsorship on it. It does, isn't that? That is weird. Like everyone I, always complains, like the sponsor ruins it. And then when when they came yeah. out, they're like, it looks doesn't look right. And now that like we've seen the mock-ups with Demo on it, it looks pretty good. I'll say it definitely looks better with the sponsor. That said, one, I still don't think it looks good overall. And two, I don't like the way that the sponsor logo, like the layout is wrong in a lot of ways. Oh. Enlighten me. How the how former like- amateur graphic designer in me still hates it, but just for other reasons and not as much. Like the, it's just a weird combination of like different si- sizes of different shapes in okay. a weird triangle pattern. That's like it doesn't quite. It just makes your Got eyes it. a little bit. Sure, it's, it's not as aesthetically pleasing as it could be. Okay, I don't know that there's like an, a, a solution to that problem. Obviously, they would have thought of it and done it if there was. But, yeah, I mean, I think the headline is, like, last season's jersey was going to be tough to beat, and we didn't beat it. We, it it's yeah, an off so, year. Uh, last season's was the best, like, of all time. Like, I still have a soft spot for the inaugural home jersey, but this one yeah. was, like, a, a takeoff of that, and I think they did a little bit better because they incorporated the pattern much more, and it was much It's like a, the inaugural the jersey home and, jersey and, and, this is like the inaugural yeah, jersey like, of my high school team. Yeah, it, it was just a better it was just a better use of the Art Deco pattern, and I think anything from coming off of that jersey was going to be a step down. Like I just don't, I don't know what you could have. I I would love to see some. Like I gotta say, I've seen some fan, fan mockups, and I love you guys, and I love the people that do it, but some of those are not good. And the people are like, that's fire. And I'm like, they're not good. Like, come on. Like, just there is a default know, reaction yeah. that if a fan, that there's like a fan kit that yeah. everybody Cause loves we don't it. Wanna, yeah, because I, again, I don't want to like, I don't want to like deter fans from doing it. Please keep doing right. those. They're great. And also, you're the but asshole. Like, as soon as you're the first one to speak up and be like, well, honestly, yeah. this one's shit the too. The one that actually says no. <laughs> or I love when people do them and they're like, this is what it would look like if they wore Nike. It's not going to happen. So don't even do it. 
Yeah. I mean, in a lot, in some ways, if they wore Nike, it's the same thing with the Nike logo on it instead of Adidas. Sometimes that's what it is. Yeah. Nike's not always better. Yeah. This is another good point. We could have gone plain black and gold accents, simple, sometimes is all you need. I honestly, I think there's a serious isn't that, lack of. Wait, of isn't like that what very, it is now? Kind of like a pinstripe. The pinstripes is, is a thing. It's a, no, I think, I think what he's talking about is like basically a solid jersey, which I think everyone's afraid to okay. do, but always looks pretty good. Well, because the, the, then you go into that territory of clean versus just you're not trying hard enough, right? Like yep, there's a very yep, thin line yep. of what a clean jersey is and what is you're not trying hard enough. And I think I think that Adidas heard you guys, and I think a lot of, we've seen a lot of the jerseys this year, and jerseys are getting busier and busier. And this is kind of what fans asked for. So mm-hmm. they you push them in one direction, and they went that they went hard in that direction. So one direction. Sometimes is vertical, you got stripes. Well, LAFC <laughs> maybe didn't get the assignment completely right but i'm seeing a lot of teams like i said like the new charlotte is interesting or like the red bulls with the zigzags like they some of these mls jerseys are getting really really busy and i feel like we're gonna we're gonna reach a tipping point where everyone's gonna actually be like you know what just like abel you're right maybe just a black with a little bit of accents maybe we just don't get so maybe we don't have yeah. to put every single thing on one jersey it's also hard when you have a solid jersey then the logo become the the sponsor logo becomes like very front and center Yep. We can talk about this all day. We're going to be talking about it all season, of course. It's extremely important. Why wouldn't we? Uh, We have all season to keep talking about it. I'm sure there's going to be an official release of that jersey. There's going to be an official release of an away. Was that an away kit or a home kit? There's going to be an official release of at least one more, probably two more kits. No? Yeah. Well, there's a third. Yeah. There's a third third jersey this year. So the the green stays. Oh, okay. And. We'll have a new stays. home, and then there's going to be a third jersey this year, which there's, Oof, there's a lot of pressure that, on that third too. one. So, but we'll talk more about that when it actually gets there. A lot of pressure on that third jersey, guys. <laughs> Cross your fingers. Oof, I've come around a little bit to the green, but I mean, I, I'm, I'm loving it compared to the new one. I'll say that. Anyway, <laughs> is that going to do it for us? We, we're hitting the hour mark here. What do we think? Uh, I feel like... I think uh, a lot of people that ask Twitter questions, we answered them in some way or yeah, another. we did. Whether we specifically referenced you, but thank you to Tony Tony DeToro. Thank you to Ivan, Ivan the Creator. Thank you to Gomez Jr. And people that sent sent in, and even though we didn't like name check you or, or specifically call out your question, I think we kind of answered it in one way or the other. Keep your questions coming throughout the the season. We can always like work work one offs into to things. This one of the sort of like secondary reasons why we wanted to do this was to factor in whatever people are thinking to our season preview, which will be coming out soon as well. It's also a good opportunity to tell people maybe you should subscribe to the Patreon, and we could do more Q and A episodes that are. Sp- specific for our patreon subscribers so they that feel like true. you know they're special do, which they are special to us you're all special to us the patreon people are just a little bit more special are a lot more a little, little that yeah a little more special <laughs> everyone's yeah, special we do, just a little more we do do the occasional patron only episode so be sure to check out patreon.com slash happyfootsadfoot if you want to join and get more of this stuff we play a little more fast and loose in these live streams and a little more fast and loose in those more sprawling episodes. We try to keep it as tight as we can for the previews and that will be coming shortly. I shouldn't say that right before our, our season preview. That one's probably going to be a bit of a monster, but season we'll preview try to keep it tight throughout the season of Seattle coming and it's coming up real soon. 
We haven't gotten enough of that. Just I'm real excited for the season to finally start. It's been a long time. I, I hope everyone else that, like, is excited. Matter. They're they're looking good. I like we're all getting into the weeds in the offseason about the different pieces. Like they're gonna they're this could have been a full on rebuilding year, and they're I I love to see that Thorington reiterated constantly throughout the, the offseason as if there was any question. Like no, we're going for it every year. That's what mm-hmm. we do. This is not going to be any different. So. That was great to hear, and I'm excited to see it happen. Uh, It'll happen. I need to talk on the screen to yell at his hot takes. Yes, Jeff Talk will will be around. We're not gonna. We we wait for when the game is mad to bring Jeff in. We don't we don't we don't force Jeff to to have to bring it the the faux rage in preseason. We'll wait till the game's. It's truly an unfair relationship. I mean, we get to have complete control over when he gets to talk. It's not fair to him at all, and it will stay that way. Uh, <laughs> it is what it is. Yep, but we love him. We hate him. We love him. And we love all of you. Thank you for hanging out. This has been so fun. Like Vince said, join the Patreon if you want. We're going to have merch coming out soon. We're going to have episodes coming out soon. We will be back. Travis will be back as soon as he's able to. We're going to be three. We're going to have guests. We're going to do, if you have any ideas for like segments you want to see, people you want to hear from, we'll have guests on. We're going to have a lot of fun this year. So I hope you stick around with us. Tell your friends, subscribe, review, all that good stuff. We want to just keep building and building and building on what we set up last year and keep having a lot of fun. Thanks, everybody. We love you. I love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. Overdraft fees are just the worst. Get up to 200 in fee-free overdraft with the Chime checking account. Sign up today at Chime.com slash Goals24. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply.